0: You know, today, um, Pastor Brad had said, I want you to speak on Breakthrough. Well, that's quite easy for me to share on. But he he took me to another place because when we preach, we preach to ourselves as well. We're not only just preaching out there, but we're preaching to ourselves. And as I said, for the last three days, I've been preaching to myself because I'm so excited about this message. But God's been showing me a greater and a deeper revelation on what breakthrough is all about. And breakthrough, is it's coming to a place of overcoming. It's a place of winning. We are winners, not losers. We can overcome anything and everything because all things are possible in Christ. But, you know, the breakthrough is not only just for us personally, but it's for us here uh, in... as as a church family you know because this church has got such a mandate upon it as well god is called you know forever house as a unique as a unique church and there's been many prophetic words over pastor brad and sarah for the vision that he's given them for this church and so that breakthrough is coming through us But you see, we first need to break through. We first need to listen to what the Lord is requiring of us. And then as we listen, as we come together, knowing that it's not just all about us, it's about one another. So today it's personal, but it's also about the family. This family here, this breakthrough, you know, it's like overcoming and winning breaking through all the resistances that we have not only in our lives but the resistances that the enemy's trying to prevent this church from reaching into but it's not he's not going to win because you know what we are overcomers god's calling us to be his remnant and we can be his remnant but it's up to us there are there is some fine print and there are some uh conditions. And so I'm going to give you, and especially those ones that I've just prophesied over, take a, take a note of these, what you need to be doing. You know, it was amazing when Pastor Ben spoke last week on, on faith, on the faith blind spots, and he touched on so many things that the Lord was showing me today with this message. You know, and it laid a foundation also for what I'm going to share on. Will you believe me? We've all been born for a time such as this. We could have been born last century. We could have been born next century. We could have been born a 100 years ago. Who knows? God wanted us born for now. Really, just look at, you know, turn to your neighbour and say, you were born for a time such as this. You are here for a reason. And also, we have been guided to, you know, the Lord wants us all to be part of a church family. Guess what? Where's he put us? What a family we are. So God has placed us not only in this time, but he's placed us in this church. He's placed us in Forever House for a reason so the next question is do you think you've been handpicked by God to be here uh, for a time such as this hands up if you think you've been handpicked we've got some hand yes slowly going up we've all been handpicked by God because you know as Pastor Dallas pointed out before he's he's not going to let us go God's not going to let us go he knows he's already placed the potential within us so he is not going to let us go he's placing us within a church family why because he wants to grow us we can't grow if we're not in a family you know what it's like we can be quite we can become quite isolated introvert religious But if we're in a church family, we're being taught compatibility. We're being taught respect and honour for one another. We're being taught how to look to one another and respect their uniqueness because we are all different. Nobody's right and nobody's wrong. God made us. Who did I have that word for that was unique? Jess. Yeah you see God makes us this way for a reason because he knows our potential also he's training us and he wants us here to become the sons or servants of forever house some are sons some are so, or do, and daughters we're all doesn't matter so we're being placed now under God's guidance we're in here under God's guidance for correction and direction. Oh, do we really like that? But do you know what? We need it. Yeah, we, we need correction and direction. You know, and we need it through our senior pastors because God has given Pastor Brad and Pastor Sarah the vision and the mission for this church. So we're here and God has call, called us into this place to now be guided and directed by him. We're going to be trained up by him. They become our spiritual parents. They're our spiritual mum and dad. They might be a lot younger than you. They are a couple of years younger than I am. But do you know what? They become because God has ordained them. God has called them. And so they are in that place. This means that through our church environment, we're being trained up through the guidance of the pastoral team under the senior pastors. So we look at our pastoral team here and we say, you know, our pastors have gone away on holidays, but they've left our pastoral team here and the church continues to run because the sons and the daughters have got the vision and the DNA of this church And this is what God is calling is unity. But we can't break through unless we walk in this. This is a condition. You know, so that we can remain accountable and faithful to forever house. We need to be, okay, Lord, is this where you want me? Is this, why have you got me here? And if he says, and you're not leaving... I've searched you out. I want you for here, for now. And you become that son, that daughter or that servant. And I'll explain a little bit more about that later on. God's placed vision within our senior pastors, within Pastor Brad and Sarah for Forever House. And that vision and that desire must become ours. So has it become ours You know, I'm with, uh, as you know, with um, CI and with uh, Apostle Greg and Julie and Bishop uh, Bill Hammond. But my DNA is with CI. My heart, my vision and my mission is CI. You see, the thing is when God calls us, we become part of that. So have you, as God has called you into this church And he's calling you to grow you in this church. Are you growing with the heart for the vision and the mission of this church? Because if you are growing in that, this church is going to have a breakthrough like never before. But for this church to have a breakthrough, you will also have that breakthrough. God's vision for this church should become your vision. The sons, the sons as sons. The vision becomes our DNA and as servants it is our church for a season with a heart to serve God's house. You see sometimes God just sends those ones along for perhaps the the benefit of the church fellowship or the benefit of the persons that he has sent to the church for a period of time, for a season. And we've had many servants that have come in and have just loved serving in the house. And when the season is finished, the Lord takes them onto elsewhere. And there is nothing wrong with that. And as sons and daughters, we have a heart that this is where our home is. We look at our home, you know, we all have have an address. And that's where we go home to sleep, eat, clean up, Rest and our spiritual home is here, where we come here to be fed, to rest, you know, to have fellowship, to be loved, to be healed. This is what we're here for to to receive from one another, not to feel that you're isolated out on your own, but you are, we are a family. And it doesn't matter whether you're a son or a servant. It doesn't matter. We are still family. And as a family, we will break through. And you know what? If one person is having problems breaking through, the rest of the family come around and help them break through. You know what? We've got a good, we've got a good intercessory team with Pastor Dallas. We've got a good healing team, uh, Phil and Shell. We've got a deliverance team, which is us. You know? But we are here for whoever needs that help so that you can break through and this is it you need to be able to break through so that, so that our church can move into the next level where, where the Lord's taking it as we go to um, Philippians three twenty to 21 God's wanting to transform us into our true nature this is from the passion version Our passions are set on the heavenly realm as we cling tightly to our life-giver, the Lord Jesus Christ. The transformation of his body took place at his resurrection so that our bodies would also share the same power. Wow. Transforming us into the identical likeness of his glorified body. Wow. And by his matchless power, he continually, listens to this, continually subdues all that is within us to himself. To himself. To himself. So now we're aware that God is shaking. Who's being shaken? Who's been shaken this year, last year, the year before, the year before that? God's shaking. And he is continuing to shake us. The prophets have been telling us for years, Chuck Pierce, for I suppose the last five years, he's been, God is going to shake. Well, he's really serious because he's shaking underground as well. You know, he's shaking in every dimension that you can imagine. There you go. Through allowing God our transformation will lead us into his reformation in us. He wants to reform us. You know what? We have the third and final reformation that we're moving into. But God, we need to be reformed first. So we need to allow him to transform us. And as this church becomes transformed, uh, as we become transformed, this church becomes transformed. And when we're reformed, this church becomes reformed. We are ready to move into what God is calling us into. You know, we're going to be restored through radical changes. People don't like radical changes. But we need them. We need them. We need to be... We need to not just have our ears tickled, but we need to hear the truth as well. We need the changes. And we need to allow Holy Spirit to deal with whatever has caused resistance. And if we do, those radical changes will be made that are made will make us a better person a new creation see this is this is what god's calling us into this next level of where he wants us because there is like this this season 2017 we thought 26 2016 was amazing and awesome some may not have but i thought it was and i believe it was but god is taking us further but God's crying out, he's calling us, he's searching us. You know what, he's, he searches us all the time. He knows exactly what's going on and he's not going to let us go. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. As for us, we have all these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds, each affirming faith's reality. And I think Pastor Ben touched on this last week. So we must let go of every wound... Listen, that has pierced us, <clears throat> excuse me, and the sin we so easily fall into. God is shaking that stuff out of us. We're, it's getting shaken out of us. Then we will be able to run life's marathon, yay, and that, for that race with passion and determination. We need to be running this race with passion and determination and we can't have that, we can't run with passion and determination if we don't first say, okay, Lord, I know you're searching me. Now I choose, yes, whatever you want to do, do. I want to break through. Who here wants to break through? Who here wants to leave those resistances back? Kick them into the pit of hell because they don't belong in our lives. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. No blind spots. No blind spots. His example is this. Because his heart was filled with the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured, wow, the agony of the cross, and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Do you realize that was for us? That was for us. So you see, Jesus has prepared the way, but we must be persistent with the battle to overcome as winners. We've got to be winners. Really, we've got to say, I have overcome. I am a winner. The proof of God's promises in Jeremiah 1 5. We all know that. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. His chosen, we are his chosen instrument. And before you were born, that means He, he this place within us before we were conceived. I separated and I set you apart, consecrating you. How special does that make you feel? Now, if you didn't believe before, do you believe now God has handpicked and chosen you for a time such as this? Then we go to James 1.5. If anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom and he will give it. We need to be using... You know, Holy Spirit has given us the gift of wisdom, the, the gifts of the Spirit. We need to be moving in those gifts. He won't see us lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold us over our failures. Yes, we get scolded. But he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. And sometimes we do need a little scolding. Sometimes we do need to re, be realigned. None of us are perfect and we learn by our mistakes. Just make sure you ask, empowered by confident faith, without doubting that you will receive. Without doubting. That's the key to faith. Without doubting. God says it, you believe it, that's it. And leave it to him. Never doubting because the enemy likes to use this. This is what the enemy, this is what the enemy can use. Our mind and our emotions, our feelings. And there's that's where the enemy can come in. And this is where the enemy, even like, you know, the strongest Christians can go through a weakened moment and the enemy will come in. But as those mature Christians, we can rise up and say, be gone in the name of Jesus. Bringing our mind into subjection. How many of us have allowed ourselves to be prepared by the directing and correcting through Holy Spirit? Shaking and breaking off what is necessary. You know what? If God has got you in a place where that's what you're receiving, be honoured. You know what? A parent loves their child so much that they will bring correction and direction to them so that they grow up to be the best human being they possibly can. God is doing the same with us he wants to mature us into a place where we will be those overcomers and I want to be part of God's remnant army that's where I want to be I want to be I don't care how old I am that doesn't really matter age means nothing 8 to 80 whatever 9 to 90 I don't care but I want to be part of that remnant army and that's what he's wanting that's what he's calling us to and we, But we have to break through. And I believe this church, as a church fellowship, as a church army, God is going to use us. Many times God has shown me the seven mountains connected with Forever House. God has got a, a huge mandate. And if there's a huge mandate on this church, that's our responsibility as well. To rise up and break through so we can be there for our pastors as they lead us into that next level there's no compromising when God's shaking because he closely examines our conduct and our actions we might hide it from human beings but we can't hide it from him we have to learn to recognize the seasons for ourselves and our church so what season are we in right now what season has God got you in right now And it doesn't matter what season it is, it's never the same season as anybody else's. It's personally for us, that season. You might be able to relate a little bit more to what another person, the season they're going through, but it'll never be quite the same because that season is for us to grow us and mature us into that next place with him. These seasons will be rewarding times understanding the true things that we've understood with our natural minds. But, but God, yeah, he's wanting wanting us to search deeper for his meaning. Not our meaning as we look at things and we say, oh yeah, that's what God means. He wants us to get in there and search his word, seek Holy Spirit, get in there and search and search and search deep unto deep. What is he requiring of us? What is he wanting? What is he needing? We don't compromise our standards any longer by aligning with the spirit of the world. That's a Babylonian spirit. The Babylonian spirit, it's overtaken the world. But guess what? It will fall. It's going to fall when Jesus returns. Jezebel, Babylonian spirit, has gone. But you see, the Babylonian nation was a, was a strong nation, but we still have to contend with the spirit, that Babylonian spirit, which has wrecked, has actually wrecked the world as far as morals, as far as, as finances, all these things we look at. But you see, as as we allow God to train us and rise us up to become those remnant soldiers, then we're going to be able to help others to do the same thing. Our soul, the seat of our feelings, the seat of our thoughts, the seat seat of our emotions, which the enemy can very easily take control of, expresses who we are to everybody around us. But our spirit is who we really are, expressing the revelation of God. That's who we really are. And that's who we really need to be. Not expressing out of the flesh, but expressing out of of the Lord, out of Jesus, who he's called us to be. And once we learn to do that, as as a family as a church family as a marriage as a as a as a family in a home even expressing that in our workplace not religiously but the real us that's when god shines through us we turn up he does the rest 1 Timothy 4 1 to 2 charge you i charge you before god the lord jesus christ who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom preach the word be ready in season and out of seasons we need to know our seasons for we are there to convince rebuke exhort with all long suffering and teaching but do you know what as we do that it must be as the grace of god in the right season in the right time we don't just step out there in the flesh and do 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 we must according to what holy how holy spirit leads us and guides us god is continually asking us to be still i know he's always asking me to be still and it's sometimes when you've got you're so busy it's like you you just find it so difficult at times to be still And it's Psalm 46.10, and this is out of the Passion Version once again. Surrender your anxiety. If you've got any anxieties today, surrender them. Be silent and stop your striving, and you will see that I am God. I am the God above all nations, and I will be exalted throughout the whole earth surrender your anxieties this is where we got to step out and trust in trust and faith knowing that god can do a much better job of our problem than what we can psalm fifty five twenty two: let go and let god do it you know you don't have to worry you don't have to concern but you do need to be obedient and have the faith to believe It's through our desire for obedience, faith and trust that we will survive. Are we those ones whom the Lord knows he can purge and preserve? And we know that you can't be preserved unless you're cleansed and clean. Otherwise, it's like that little bit of leaven. So he needs to purge us first before he can preserve us. And this is what he's wanting to do. So are we his faithful ones? Are we prepared in forever house, shoulder to shoulder, into the final reformation, together? Not isolated and doing your own thing, but coming together, shoulder to shoulder. And that's what I saw with the eight young ones here, shoulder to shoulder. God will use his remnant to take back the dominion that Satan stole through Adam and Eve. But I, already, I believe he's already started. He's been shaking some of us for a little while now. And he'll continue to shake. And that includes me. I've been shaken and I'm being shaken again now too. You know, you're never too old to be shaken. And so just, just run with it. Just roll with it. Because he's doing it again. This last, this last two weeks, he's doing it again. So there's some more stuff there that I've got to deal with. But that's all right, you know what, because I want to be part of his remnant. That's where I want to be. Now this is where the intercessors arise up and they begin to fight. The enemy cannot destroy, when intercession rises up, fights and wars for God's will to be done. You've got an amazing intercessory group in this church here, led by Pastor Dallas, you know, and it's like, as the intercessors get in there and fight and warfare... As they continue to fight in warfare and they will continue to, as the Holy Spirit uh, shows them, you know, being prepared for whatever onslaught the enemy might try to pour upon forever house. But so you need your intercessors. And as the intercessors get up there and they warfare, they're also sensing that other things are going on. So that through that, they're breaking down the strongholds of discouragement, of depression, of self-pity, of impaired spiritual vision, and many, many other things. This is their job as intercessors. So to remain in God's progressive purpose, and I for one intend to remain in his progressive purpose. And that's why I allow him to continue to shake me. We're not to allow any infiltration into our minds, as we read about in Romans 121. God wants his remnant upgraded, ready for defending and maintaining. He's wanting his remnant renewed and adjusted, and that's all of us, ready to break through we must be ready to fight against any demonic force trying to rob and steal from our marriages, our families and our churches. And not only our church, but other churches. I know I'm talking about, I know that I'm, I, you know, it's forever house, but I've got a heart for all churches. I've got a heart for the vision, the God-given vision to every pastor in all the churches and their mission statements. So when I talk about our church, it's, this is my church here, but my heart is also for other churches. As Bishop Hammond says, Christian maturity and spiritual sensitivity is a requirement in these last days as his overcomers. Spirit, a Spiritual sensitivity, being sensitive to what God wants when he wants, being obedient and being mature. Holy Spirit's been showing us for a while through Apostle Greg. Remember the message that he has on, new, on the new clothes. He's been preaching that for a couple of years. And when, when, um, when I got this word and I thought, I know the connection now. Because then uh, last month, if you remember, if you were at the impact meeting, not last month, the month before, Apostle Julie prophesied over a, a lady and it was about a new armour. And it's like, ah, a new armour. I thought the armour was just the armour. And so then I began to ask questions. I like to ask God questions. Holy Spirit shows me all these things. And, you know, what I see, that we see our armour of God, like likened to the armour, the metal armour that they used to wear. Is that what we see? Most of us see, you know, the the, the, the the pictures of it and all that sort of thing. We sort of see those things. But what Apostle Julie saw was like a suit, like Spider Man. With weapons at our fingertips, and that the old is not sufficient anymore. As Holy Spirit showed me then, because I'm a very visual person. So those that are visual here, you might sort of have a quite quite a nice little video going on inside your brain. I had to replace the old with the new. So I felt to reclose myself, and don't laugh, in a onesie suit. <laughs> Can you imagine in a onesie suit? Like this spider... Well, isn't, isn't the Spider-Man like a onesie suit, sort of? Only tighter fitting is a bit more lycra in it or something. Yeah. Well, don't visualise too much. I'm up here, I'm dressed like this, right? But I want you to get the idea... Now, if you are wanting to uh, reclose yourself in the new armour, as I explain this, you can be doing it. Because this is exactly what this is exactly what I have done. And then I rang Greg and Julie with it. This is before they went away. And they did the same thing. So did Cass, yeah, and Jeremy. So you might like to reclose if you feel the need to reclose. Your, get rid of, throw off the old armour. So we start. I I felt that I needed to start from my toes and move up to my neck. For this armour cannot and will never be separated. It's not a separate thing to put on. It's a whole, complete outfit, right? Before, when you put on your armour, it's like you put on this and you put on that, you put on that, but this I saw as a whole complete. This is complete. So first I went to my feet. So I got down there and it was like putting on a pair of stockings. My feet shod with the gospel of peace. Come on men, you can put your stockings on. Never forgetting that I should be a te- that I should always be a testimony of the fruits of the spirit, which is God's character. Because I live in his peace, for he is my peace, and his word brings peace through love. So as wherever I walk, I pray that the gospel of peace will pour out of me. So I pull them up further, 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 <gasps> over here. And now we get up to the belt of truth. So you get to the belt of truth. And so understanding the knowledge of what God is requiring of me, where he was guiding me in a complete trust and faith in him, that complete trust and faith. Psalm 55, 22. No blind spots. Never wavering. Never doubting. Not a thing. That his word is truth. And wearing the belt brings even a new revelation to a deeper understanding of the knowledge of that truth. And so, you know, I felt the belt of truth like that added support inside my onesie suit. So it was very firm around my waist, reminding me of the belt of truth. I walked in the belt of truth. I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but I'm, in, I'm sort of going through it again. Then we come up to the breastplate of righteousness. And when I removed the old breastplate, I felt such a heaviness fall from around my chest and my heart and as I did that I felt the breath of God absolutely saturate and permeate through me and there was like that deep I could take that deep breath and it was like Jesus you are the air I breathe that's a song remember you know some of you may remember back Jesus you are the the air I breathe we need God's breath to saturate us the breath of God, you know, and it's like uh, I've got a, um, a DVD on the breath of God with the um, um, army of God, and it's like when you're touched with that breath of God, you feel that there's that, it just saturates every part, absolutely saturates every part of you. And so there's my breastplate. I never sensed before the freedom of not just the knowledge but the deeper understanding through his sacrifice of making me righteous as a blood covenant daughter so then I I was up to here I don't know I can't remember what I did with my arms maybe it was sleeveless I have no idea then I came to the helmet of salvation so I brought it up and I brought it over When I physically and spiritually removed the old, I felt such a restriction released from around my mind. Then as I donned the new one, I sensed a deeper understanding of what God was requiring. Renewing my mind to be in unity with my spirit person. New creation. New creation. Shield of faith. And through the maturity of my faith, I sensed the knowledge and the deeper level of understanding the protection of the blood of Jesus shed for me. I believed, I trusted, and I was strengthened and ready for battle. And then as I looked, I sensed my shield was like a a cone around about me, which included Jesus as my rear guard. I felt very safe and very secure, knowing that it didn't matter what battle I went into, absolutely surrounded me with that shield. You know, we look at the old-fashioned shields, but these days a shield is something more than that. Now the two-edged sword. Like the rest of my armour, automatically renewed as God's word is the same today, yesterday, today and tomorrow. Forever. And that two-edged sword appeared as a flashing light. And wherever it hit, God's light shone. And it was so blinding that the, that the darkness had to flee. Immediately, immediately, I sh- you know, God's word, immediately, that, sh- that his light was so bright. And you know, I've always looked at God's word, but I see more than that now. The light of God. Because God said he's giving us new weapons. He's giving us new ways to worship. He's giving us new ways to intercede. He's giving us new ways to pray. You know, he's been preparing us for the last three years. And so I see now, I, like, as, I walk, as I step out now in this new armour, I sense such a protection on the outside, but I sense a, like a, uh, a transformation on the inside. Such a transformation. And I feel so empowered. Ephesians 5.9 And the supernatural fruits of his light will be seen in you. Goodness, righteousness and faith. So can that light be seen in us as we go to work, as we speak to others? As kingdom demonstrators, we are in forces. Psalm 149 with high praises of God in our mouths and a two-edged sword in our hand to execute vengeance. This season is all about alignment with God's word, praying in tongues by bypassing the enemy, remaining in his purpose, praying in tongues. It is so important. This season is all about alignment with God's word. You see... We must remain aligned with him. We are seen as his light in the darkness through our focus on him. Can you imagine as a church in unity, one accord, what damage we can do to the devil? Can you imagine as a church in unity, standing up and warfaring the word of God, clothed in our armor, what damage can be done? in the marketplace where the Babylonian spirit has taken hold of. This is what God's calling us to be. God's voice will be heard through his remnant army. That's why he is preparing us as his new creature creations, not creature. When we can bring our minds, our thoughts and our emotions under control, our soul and our spirit will knit and unite as one. It's bringing our soul in alignment with our spirit. That is a new creation. We cannot be a new creation, I believe, until we can subdue this up here. This here. You know, it's like we allow our emotions to run riot. We allow our minds to go berserk. And when we can subdue that and come into that place of trusting and walking with the Lord, knowing that there is, that there is nothing that will waylay us any longer. Colossians 3, 9-10, that you have embraced new creation life as the true reality. Lay aside your old Adam self with its masquerade and disguise. For your new creation life is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. There you go. There's the answer. We are being created as that new creation. God's building his dream team. Do we want to be part of that dream team? Yay. And those young ones I had out there, I believe, I that the. Um, the, the young adults, a dream team, a dream team. But first, there are challenges. There's changes. There's obedience. There's submission through alignment. There's a few conditions, and we've got to live to it. We can't do one thing and not another. He wants all or nothing. This team will not allow disappointments, disobedience or deception to rob them of their destiny. And that's our destiny and it's the destiny for this church as a one accord. You know, uh, Apostle Greg had a prophetic word not last week, the week before. And um, I've just taken a little, little bits out of it because I'm sure he'll want to share the whole thing with you when he gets home. But he says here, the past 10 years, God has been shaking our foundations. Wow. He is perfecting and bringing to completion his remnant army. Are you one of them? Are you a member of that remnant army? This remnant is hungry for God, for Holy Spirit, for his word and for the present truth. This new generation will go further, will go deeper and allow themselves to be extended without question. Is this what you're ready to do? Without question. Are you, are you ready to allow God to do that in your life? This team will pioneer and break through. Lead. They will do extraordinary things, imparting, and transferring to the to a next generation but prophet greg's got a lot more in that but you see i believe this is what the lord was showing me today this is where god wants to take us you know and then that i remembered on pastor brad's last day that he preached here when he shared about the vision and the mission statement for the church this is it this is what it's all about God's vision for this church not just for a few not just for the pastoral team not just for the ministry team but for every one of us together as a family and if you are feeling that you're being isolated it's the enemy that's in there trying to isolate you for what reason for what reason Ephesians 1 3 to 6 says Everything that heaven contains has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he has wrapped, has us, sees us wrapped in Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. This is how much he loves us. And he chose us to be his very own joining us to himself before the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us as one with Christ from the beginning so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. Unstained innocence. That's what he's done for us. Are we walking in this? for it was always in his plan his perfect plan to ad- to adopt us as delightful children so that his tremendous grace that cascades over us would bring him glory for the same love he has for his beloved one jesus as he has for us so you see god has got so much in store for us personally as a marriage partner as a parent as a friend as a son as a daughter sibling work workplace whatever but god is calling us for now and it's up to us do we want to be like this mule remember the story of the mule Fell, he, fell in this, uh, he fell in a hole. And the farmer said, "It's probably broken his neck, broken his legs. So we'll just leave him there and cover him up. And the mule thought to himself, there is nothing wrong with me. I am not going to be covered up. I am going to overcome. I'm going to break through and I'm going to win. And every time the farmer threw a spade load of soil into that hole to cover up the mule... The mule shook it off, and put his foot on it, and he continued to do that till he reached breakthrough, and he overcome, and he win, he won. And so today, I'd like uh, Josh up here too, please, if you wouldn't mind. What I want is every uh, those of you who feel that you're being called. As, as the remnant, part of the remnant, wanting to break through, to, wanting to be part of that army, wanting, prepared to allow him to shake you and break you, remould you in whatever way he wants to do so that you can become part of the eminent, rem, remnant. And as, as part of that remnant, fighting Being the ones that God can trust, that he can purge and preserve and use us because he knows our potential. It's the enemy that gets hold of our minds that tells us that we don't have that potential. But we do have that potential.